I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, fellow football fan. Welcome to the Home of Football, a podcast powered by 433. Sadio Mane's move from Liverpool to Bayern Munich is one of the biggest transfers, if not the biggest transfer, of this summer transfer window so far. And although the Senegalese winger was one of Liverpool's best players last season, he has made it clear that he's ready to embark on a new adventure. So why did Sadio Mane decide to leave Liverpool? What will his legacy at the club be? How did the move to Bayern Munich come about? And what can we expect from Mane at his new club? I spoke with several journalists and fans who specialize in both Liverpool and Bayern Munich, plus transfer expert Fabrizio Romano, to give you this story. My name is Sam Veralte, and welcome to the home of football. Brilliant from Sadio Mane. Brilliant from Sadio Mane! That's support from Sadio Mane. Towards Mane, who got the run, and Sadio Mane for Liverpool. Yes, he's got a goal, Liverpool. Sadio Mane. Black stays down. Mane. Firmino. And on to Sadio Mane. Lovely. Mane. Sadio Mane. What a hit! Sadio Mane was born in 1992 in Bambali, a small fisherman's village in the south of Senegal. Religion has always played a big part in Sadio's life. In fact, his father was the town's local imam, who is the person who leads prayer at the mosque. Sadio's father didn't want him to play football. When he was seven years old, Mane's family was struck by tragedy. When his father started experiencing severe stomach pains, There was no hospital in the village to which he could be taken. Sadly, it wasn't long before he eventually passed away from his illness. Fast forward a couple of years and it's 2002. That year, the Senegalese national team stunned the world of football by defeating reigning champions France in the World Cup opener. Their outstanding World Cup campaign took them all the way to the quarterfinals, with players like El Hadji Diouf, Papa Bouba Diop and Henry Camara running the show. Young Sadio Mane felt inspired by this team. 
He knew right away that he only wanted one thing in life, to become a professional football player and represent his country colors. During the World Cup, you would often see kids in the Bambali village setting up local football tournaments and imitating their heroes. Mané was always by far the best player on the pitch. When he was just 15 years old, he secretly took a 7-hour bus ride from Bambali to Senegal's capital Dakar, where he hoped to emerge as a new football star. After signing up to a local football team, he was greeted with jeers and laughs because of his old, worn-out football boots. But on the pitch, it were Mané's feet that did the talking. In fact, it wasn't long before he was scouted by Génération Foot, who he later helped gain promotion to Senegal's second tier. Génération Foot had a partnership with the French club Metz. In 2011, Mané moved to Metz, where he officially set off on his European journey. Just a year later, he made the move over to Austria, where he impressed for RB Salzburg. By 2014, Sadio had reached one of football's holy grails, the Premier League. He moved to Southampton. Mane's performances for Southampton didn't go unnoticed. After scoring three goals in just 16 minutes against Aston Villa, the fastest hat-trick in Premier League history, it was clear that he was set for big, big things. Finally, in 2016, Jurgen Klopp brought Mane over to Anfield in a deal worth over 41 million euros. That transfer immediately made him the most expensive African player ever at the time. The move to Liverpool would turn Sadio Mane into a global superstar. He scored the winning goal versus Arsenal on his Liverpool debut and found himself in unstoppable form in front of the goal, reaching double digits season after season. He was the exact type of player that Klopp was looking for. Hardworking, skillful, lethal in front of the goal. During his time at Anfield, Mane won almost every trophy out there in his six years at Liverpool, including the Premier League, the Champions League, the FA Cup, the League Cup and FIFA Club World Cup. Ian Ryan is a season ticket holder in Liverpool's legendary cup stand and he's a podcast host on the Anfield Rep, a popular podcast on Liverpool FC. I called Ian to get his perspective on Mane's Liverpool legacy expectations were probably a little bit mixed because he was coming in from Southampton and whilst he'd had some some really big moments, you know, you think about the the kind of hat-trick that he had, which I think, you know, still stands as probably the fastest hat-trick in the Premier League. So I think fans were, were thinking they were going to get a, a player um, at a good level. I don't think anyone really appreciated just what a player that we were getting. I think, you know, he's exceeded all expectations He's a player who has been able to kick on despite playing in a number of different positions. So, you know, he comes in, he's right hand side of a of an attack. And then, you know, he over his time at the club, he shifted to the left hand side when Mohamed Salah comes to the club. And then he's been able to shift centrally and still deliver really, really high performance levels. And I think that's one of the things that lives long in the memory, you know, despite being kind of moved about the team, he's still been able to deliver those really, really high standards. And I don't think there's many players in world football who are able to operate at such a high level in all of those different forward positions. And I think, no, no doubt, we were thinking we're getting a good player, but my God, I think, as I said before, he's very much exceeded expectations. I think his legacy is, is absolutely huge, to be honest. I think he was one of the catalysts, if not the kind of main catalyst for the Jürgen Klopp Liverpool that we've seen over the last five or six years, seven years, obviously comes in in, in 2016. And I think his performance levels have been absolutely outstanding um, since day one. Yes, there's been the odd drop-off because 
that's what tends to happen with elite level footballers. They will have a bad patch now and again. But I think his contribution has been hugely significant. Um, there's been an unbelievable amount of high moments, some brilliant goals. I think he's only the third African player to reach 100 Premier League goals. Um, I think around 90 of those Premier League goals are with Liverpool. I mean, you think of some of the the moments he's given us, you know, the, the last minute win is in, winners in derby matches. Um, you know, that that game at Arsenal at the Emirates where he kind of, you know, beats three or four men down the right-hand side and then puts one in the top corner and then jumps on Klopp's back. You know, it all started from there. And then obviously, you know, there's, there's other moments. I think, you know, the goal against Bayern in the Champions League, I mean, he gets two that night, but the one where he pulls it out the sky from Virgil van Dijk's pass is just simply outstanding. And I think he's kind of been a player that's been full of iconic moments since he walked through the door in 2016. He's been one hell of a footballer for this club. Uh, when did you first hear Mane would leave Liverpool and how did you feel about the transfer? I think it was rumoured for um, for certainly a while. I think, you know, there may be he was slightly um, disgruntled that maybe Liverpool hadn't been as aggressive with his contract uh, as they had, you know, in terms of trying to secure a, a deal for Mohamed Salah. You know, whether that's right or wrong, that certainly felt like it was noise that was that was coming out of, of his camp. Um, and I think it almost felt like, you know, the front three wouldn't, wouldn't go on forever. I think we knew that. I think, you know, all of them are coming to a certain age. All of them are coming to, you know, the last year of their contract. And it didn't feel like the club were going to be able to secure all three. And as it stands, you know, we're still on the wiser whether the other two, you know, Firmino and Salah will stay long term. And I think it, it, it always felt to me that, you know, one of them would go and it happens to be, you know, Sadio Mane. And whether it is, you know, because of, you know, the situation I mentioned before, when maybe he went a little bit more aggressively um, towards, you know, Mohamed Salah in terms of putting a contract in front of him. Who knows? Um, but it did feel like the end of something was, you know, that first player who, who comes through the door and and just almost kicks Liverpool on another level. You know, his performances in that first season on the right hand side were simply fantastic. You know, not just the goals, but what immediately struck me was the attitude and the work ethic. And I think one of the things that was mentioned before he came into the club was that maybe there was a problem with his attitude. Maybe he was a little bit streaky. There was absolutely none of that on show from day one, from a Liverpool perspective. He couldn't have worked harder. His attitude couldn't have been more exemplary. He was just a footballer that looked like he'd found his level when he came to the club. I think most fans, now that he's leaving, will be incredibly sad to see him go. But, you know, these things don't last forever. So hopefully the club kicks on and hopefully Sadio goes on to have some good years at Bayern Munich. The transfer fee will be 32 million euros guaranteed, which can become 41 million euros with add-ons. How do you feel about the deal? I think the fee feels a little bit low to me, I think. Um, I know he's only got one year left on his deal and he's obviously 30 years of age, but not to the point where you're suddenly talking about a footballer who's not at a high level. I think he's still operating at an unbelievable level. But I still think Bayern are getting a little bit of a bargain, if I'm honest. You know, Liverpool have been very front foot to get business done and they've obviously brought in uh, Darwin Nunes who you know we all got a, a little bit of a look at uh, playing in the Champions League um, against Liverpool last season. I think as well it's important to remember that 
they went and did some business for Luis Diaz uh, and he comes in and obviously starts to operate on the left-hand side, which then sees Mane shift centrally. So actually you could start to talk about, you know, was he the replacement for, for Sadio and Liverpool have just been incredibly kind of quick to, to add players because I think they, they understand that it's important to get that business done nice and early. You know, in the case of Darwin Nunes, it looks like they've got themselves on a hell of a football. You know, his trajectory looks looks pretty high. You know, he's obviously uh, a player with bags and bags of potential. You know, the Liverpool manager, you know, mentioned him last season on the back of those games against the club. So I think it's fair to say, you know, expectations are, are pretty high that we, we've gone and secured a, another player with, um, with the potential to reach great levels. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What Ian said here is right. Sadio Mane was a bit disappointed that Liverpool appeared to make more work of a possible contract extension for Mo Salah. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp took the blame for that situation in April this year, when he was asked about Mane during a press conference. So it's good that's very thank you for the question because it's a very good moment because I, I, it's my fault I made a mistake so like with talking to you about a Mo contract situation which I usually didn't do and lead to plenty of misunderstandings and stuff like this and if you ask again and stuff like this so I go back to my former approach and close the door again has nothing to say about any kind of negotiation of contract stuff like this it's really not from me here when we have something to announce you are definitely the first group who gets the information until then you have just to wait and about the quality of Sadio we don't we really don't have to talk because that's absolutely incredible um, the quality he has and uh, yeah and obviously uh, what happened the last two months for him was was a boost that's clear I'm sure you find now a big election in, in Senegal um, even with you if we would try to um, I'm really happy for him I'm really happy for him and um, all the rest we will see. Sadio Mane has scored over 100 goals in the Premier League. That makes him one of only three African players to have ever achieved this. The other two being DJ Drogba and Mo Salah, of course. Unsurprisingly, Liverpool were very keen to offer him a new deal and tie his future down at the club. But after six memorable years at Liverpool, Mane decided he was ready for a new challenge. I called transfer expert Fabrizio Romano to find out how the transfer to Bayern came to be. Here's Fabrizio. Sadio Mane, since January, end of January, was already thinking about the possibility of leaving Liverpool 
this summer. Uh, it's something that was in his mind with a lot of respect for the club. He loves the club, he loves the fans, he loves the city, he loves the manager. With Jurgen Klopp, the relationship has always been great, but he wanted to try something new, a new challenge, a new chapter after many incredible ills at Liverpool. And so what happened that basically uh, his agent started to have some conversations with many clubs, but Bayern have immediately been among the most interested clubs since March and April, they started a conversation on potential details. Of course, it was a verbal conversation and interest from Bayern for Sadio Mane. And then the player wanted to wait before having any agreement on personal terms with any club as he wanted to be respectful with Liverpool till the end. And then to the Champions League final, the day after the Champions League final in Paris, Sadio Mane communicated to Liverpool through his agents that he wanted to leave the club immediately and not wait till summer 2023 when his contract was set to expire. And so the decision was really clear, was really respectful because Sadio decided to communicate with the club because he decided to communicate right after the Champions League final. This is why Liverpool were really happy with the timings from Sadio, even if they were sad because they were going to lose one of the best players in the team, but they were already prepared for the future. And this is why, before accepting any proposal from Bayern, they decided to negotiate for Darwin Nunez as a replacement from Benfica. The strategy was perfect because Liverpool, in four days of negotiations with Benfica, have been able to sign Darwin Nunez and then to accept the third proposal as the opening one, 22 million euros, and the second one, 25 million euros from Bayern were turned down by Liverpool. The final one, 32 million euros plus add-ons to arrive to potential package for 41 million euros with some add-ons. This is how Bayern did it. It was a mission, a blitz from the director, Hasan Salihamidzic, in Manchester, in England, to meet directly with Liverpool and to find an agreement on the fee. Then everything was completed, even the agreement on personal terms with Sadio Mane on a three-year contract. And so it's now time for a medical, it's now time for the official statement, but Sadio Mane only wanted Bayern. He was convinced it's a perfect club for him. And same on Bayern's side. They wanted him to become the new star of Bayern, the new winger for Julian Nagelsmann. Tom Adams is a football journalist from Connecticut, the United States, who writes about Bayern Munich for the Bavarian Football Works platform. Ironically, his favorite team in England is Liverpool. He watches every game from both teams. Tom sees a parallel between this transfer and the transfer from Thiago Alcantara to Liverpool in 2020. Here's Tom on how Mane will fit into Bayern's lineup under manager Julian Nagelsmann. I've been joking with my colleagues at Bavarian Football Works. This is kind of like a reverse Thiago Alcantara situation. Yeah. Where, you know, two seasons ago, he was obviously Bayern to Liverpool. And while it did take him a little bit of time to get going, I know when he first came to Liverpool, he got covid and then Richarlison had that nasty challenge on him in the Merseyside Derby, and he was out for quite some time. I think it was the same match, actually, where um, Van Dyke tore his ACL with the challenge from uh, Jordan Pickford. Mm. Um, so it was a little bit of the opposite, right? I'm obviously, as a Liverpool fan, very sad to see Mane leave. But at the same time, I think both Mane and Thiago, respectively, leaving Liverpool and Bayern, were very, very respectful about the manner in which they wanted to leave the club. Obviously, we know that Mane's contract was set to expire next summer. I think pretty much had won everything he could have possibly won at Liverpool. Um, And as much as I wanted him to stay and I didn't want that front three to ever be torn apart, I knew realistically that was going to happen someday. And we still even have Salah. We don't know if he's going to extend his contract beyond this season, even though he said he's definitely going to play for Liverpool this coming season. So 
there's a lot of moving parts there, but um, you know, a, a lot of the talk around this summer, you're talking about Lewandowski, Erling Haaland, the big money transfer moves. But I think one thing that is a massive testament to Klopp is he just buys players and makes them so much better. Like his market value has only increased in all of his seasons at Liverpool for everything he did for Liverpool, especially at the end of this season. I think, I think he's at his uh, pinnacle right now, to be quite honest. You write, of course, for uh, Bavarian Football Works uh, about Bayern. How do you see uh, Mane fit in the mix at Bayern? What do you think his role in the team will be? So this is the very interesting situation. First, I would say that it's become very clear that Nagelsmann has been a fan of Mane's for a very, very long time. We have to remember for Nagelsmann's managerial tenures at both TSG Hoffenheim and RB Leipzig, he wound up facing Liverpool with Mane. And obviously Liverpool in both of those situations got the better hand. But for me, this is really, I mean, I think he's certainly going to walk straight into the starting 11. And I think the versatility in attack is one of the most potent things about Mane. You know, at Liverpool, we've seen him play off the right, even though that's Salah's main spot. We've seen him play through the center. We've seen him play through the left. My personal opinion, when all three of these guys are firing on all cylinders, I always found Liverpool to be the best when Jota was playing centrally, Salah off the right, and Mane off the left. I know that with the African Cup of Nations, we had to adjust that when Luis Diaz came in and just started on an absolute tear. There was a little bit of uh, shifting up front. Um, Jota hit a little bit of a rut. Salah hit a little bit of a rut that, honestly, I don't really think he recovered from until the Champions League final, but Thibaut Courtois was just on another level on that night. But... You know, I think a lot of this will just have to depend. We still don't know if Lewandowski is going to be leaving for Barcelona. The latest reports are saying that Barcelona are ready to lodge a 50 million euro bid for him because somehow they all of a sudden have money to spend on him. Not really sure how that works because they've been in a bit of a financial dumpster fire. But so like, it, it's interesting. We have all these conversations like the art of a natural number nine in the modern game seems to just be dwindling. You know, you think of your Lewandowski's, your Harry Kane's, uh, your Erling Hollands. There's just not a lot of natural number nines like them left in the game. And it just seems that everything is transitioning to a very fluid type of uh, attacking line. And I think Liverpool is a perfect example. And so I think it's going to be a very, very new look Bayern if Lewandowski leaves, obviously, and Mane, um, let's say Nagelsmann pref prefers to play him in a central role with either Coman. Uh, Gnabry, Leroy Sané on either side of him, Thomas Muller just behind him. You know, so I think you're going to see a very, very fluid, interchangeable Bayern attacking line with Mane added to the fray. And that is just under the assumption that Lewandowski is definitely going to be leaving this summer. You know, When that does happen, this will be the first time in quite some time since we got Lewandowski on a free transfer from Borussia Dortmund that will be playing without a natural number nine. So, And this is a guy, right? Lewandowski is like rarely ever injured. You know, He rarely misses games. So you know, it's going to be definitely a new look buying Mane's versatility, as we've seen, is going to make it a very, very good deal for Nagelsmann and Bayern. And I'm excited to see how that's going to work. You know, I think especially for me, I, I don't know how many other pundits or journalists there are out there that watch every Bayern and Liverpool match every weekend. You know, I might be one of a very, very small handful, but someone who's in the kind of middle, if you will, in this situation, I actually think it's you know, no one should be upset on either side and both sides should be very pleased. You know, obviously, as quickly as Mane announced his departure from Liverpool, we've already gone and got uh, Darwin Nunez from Benfica. And I think that's very exciting, especially as I talked earlier about Klopp's ability to make players better and make them into the version of 
uh, the player that most people remember them by in their prominence. So that's going to be very exciting. And then Bayern, obviously, if we lose Lewandowski, we're getting Mane. I mean, this is a, a massive signing, not only just for Bayern, but for the Bundesliga as a whole. So I think both sides should be very pleased. I think the fee is uh, very appropriate. Um, so Bayern and Liverpool fans should, I think, be equally as happy. Sadio Mane is arguably one of the top five players in the world right now. We hope Sadio Mane does well at Bayern. He definitely deserves it. Back in his home village of Bambali, he built a hospital. So no one else has to experience the tragedy that his family had to endure when his father passed away in need of proper medical care. This hospital is just one example of Mane's numerous philanthropic projects in Senegal. He's the pride of his nation. Hopefully we will all get to enjoy his unquestionable talent on the pitch for many years to come at Bayern. Are you interested in advertising on our podcast? Mail us at podcast at buy433.com. I want to thank Ian Ryan, Tom Adams and Fabrizio Romano for their interviews. Follow this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. And if you want to show your support, please give our podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That actually really helps us. All right. My name is Sam Verhalte. Thank you for listening and see you at the next story in the home of football. Hi guys, Frankie here. I just filmed the podcast with 433. I'm Mario Götze. My name is Clarence Seedorf. Hi, I'm Sunil Chetri. I just finished my podcast with 433. Hello, 433 fans. This is Gibral Cisse. Yo, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Adi Barakin Fenwa, a.k.a. Mr. Beast Mode. I just finished the podcast with 433. Hi, 433 fans. It's Don Robbie in the building, right? And we are here for a great podcast. I want you to check it out. Hi, 433. I am Fabrizio Romano. Check out my story on the podcast. It was a great pleasure. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.